Report Keeping Music Live in Lockdown These are unprecedented times for the music industry, so we speak to musicians about the way they are dealing with the enforced break. Report by Neil Churchman It felt like the day the music died. The lockdown dealt the cruelest of blows to an industry based on the opposite of social distancing. Venues closed, tours ground to a halt, music lessons were scrapped and sessions abandoned. Almost overnight, tens of thousands of musicians found themselves in limbo and facing extreme financial hardship. MU General Secretary Horace Trubridge summed up the impact as a disaster of gargantuan proportions. The scale is astronomical, he said. This is without doubt the darkest hour for the music profession. The last time we had something as catastrophic as this was in the mid to late 1920s, when the orchestras were all sacked from cinemas because of the talkies. Even then, live work existed and the studios were still open. The problem we have now is there's absolutely no live work and the studios are closed as well. New ways of working But the worst of times has also been bringing out the best in a sector whose forte has always been innovation and resilience. Within hours of the PM's announcement, many musicians were mobilising to migrate their performances and services online, while getting paid for them through donations or subscriptions. Front rooms became stages for performers. Music teachers were swapping classrooms for live streams and orchestras and choirs were developing new ways to engage with audiences barred from concert halls. The creativity of our members has been second to none, said Horace. Our members are having to cope with a complete loss of income and I am amazed and continue to be impressed by them every day. The musicians spoke to members in March and April to gauge how they have been affected financially and creatively and how they are meeting the challenges of COVID-19. Abby Moore singer-songwriter and choir leader. Being a self-employed musician means this is not the first time I've been in crisis, explained Abby, a Nottingham-based choir leader and singer-songwriter. She moved swiftly to take her a cappella choir totally vocally online, producing a series of video tutorials for members ahead of rehearsal sessions, which can involve as many as 70 singers logged on from their own homes at once. She's also been staging gigs of her own material from home. It felt really good, she said, apart from the minor technical hiccups. It was really nice to see people logging in and the comments I got afterwards. At the moment, I feel really positive. In a way, it's been a blessing in disguise for me because it made me do things that I've said I would do for years. Diane Clark, Principal Flautist with Orchestra of the Swan Lots of concerts, operas, workshops and a SEND project had to be cancelled which obviously has resulted in a loss of revenue, Diane notes. It meant that I'm not able to play and perform with my colleagues and friends, something I've always done and is such a huge part of my life. I miss this and I miss the connection with our audiences. Lockdown has given me a sudden need to rethink the way I engage with students who are still heading towards exams and recitals. Mid-year. Musician, singer, songwriter and producer. In late March... With little prospect of an early escape from lockdown for the industry, respected performer and writer Midge highlighted how musicians had stepped up when they were needed in the past. Now, he said, it was the UK government's turn to act. 
The entertainment industry is always first in line offering their services in times of need for others, he says. Live Aid, Prince's Trust Concerts, Nelson Mandela Birthday Concert, etc. Not just the performers, but the entire body of skilled workers who enable these events to take place. Free. Most of these people are self-employed and now face a devastating future, he continues. It's time to give a hand to the people who generate untold wealth for the country. Luke Jackson, singer-songwriter Luke was among many who cited the movement restrictions as one of the hardest lockdown rules to get used to. For a travelling musician, he says, it's a complete 180 being told to stay in one place. Now I have accepted that I'm not going anywhere for a while. I'm just working on making the most of what is possible and shaping it to try and benefit me when coming out the other side of all this. Staying positive, passionate and driven are my main focuses right now. Tabea Debus, recorder player and Ycat artist. My concert diary has been completely wiped clean until at least summer 2020, Tabea explains, and possibly beyond. Many projects I was excited about being a part of have fallen through or been postponed indefinitely. Luckily, I can continue my recorder teaching remotely, even while I'm stuck in Germany for the time being. As always, the whole YCAT team has been absolutely marvellous, staying in touch and making sure that everyone is doing okay. The hardship fun takes the edge off worrying about how one will be able to cover all the running costs with very little income left. Bernard Butler, guitarist, writer, producer. Bernard Butler spoke to the MU at the end of March about the long-term creative cost of coronavirus. Musicians have been hit with a catastrophe of cancelled shows and sessions, closed studios, cancelled tools, unpaid technical crew, travel expenses unrefunded, visas wasted, promotional budgets down the drain, long-planned releases dying before launch, he says. The personal and collective effort, both creative and practical, can be months, even years in the making. There is no horizon, no point where shows can be rebooked and postponements simply moved to. This is not just a temporary blip. We have no idea when, how or if projects can be reborn. This is financially catastrophic and mentally soul-destroying. While we try to keep ourselves and our family safe, musicians will find ways to be creative. The complex musical economy must be helped through this time. Sean Monaghan, session drummer, performer and teacher. Online has also enabled many who teach music to retain students, and at least part of their income. Session drummer, performer and teacher Sean has launched an internet-based tutoring service called Lockdown Music Lessons Online, which was set up with colleague and drummer Hayley Kramer. They set up the website in three days, offering students lessons with session musicians, songwriters and producers. We thought this was a unique angle, says Sean and a real opportunity for students to gain insight into the workings of a career in the music industry. Going online has been a breeze. The only thing I miss is not being able to play together with the students. Ben Goldscheider, horn player and Ycat artist. The coronavirus has completely wiped out my source of income for the foreseeable future, says Ben. Not only does it have implications in terms of cancelled concerts, It's also affecting the following years because of the backlog of postponements, worries about funding and so on. 
That's not to speak of the mental effect it has had. It's such a difficult time for musicians, normally a group of people used to living very fast-paced lives and being energised by the public. Andy Hopgood, vocalist, choir leader and MU Executive Committee Vice-Chair. Vocalist and choir leader Andy Hopgood said she had been spurred into proactive mode by the crisis. I'm trying very hard to keep positive, she says. I am teaching online and trying to think of innovative ways to do things and keep some kind of musical presence while I can't be out there performing. If anyone can get through this, musicians can. We are super adaptable, creative and robust. We just have to change to this online world and keep up the value of our expertise and what we can offer. Shelley Quarmby, singer-songwriter Life in lockdown has also brought changes for Shelley. The biggest effect for me is the ability to travel, she says. Like many, my work is diverse. One day assisting music in the community, the next teaching singing. I also tour the country in a theatre production and play my original gigs. Creators, not having the funds to live, let alone recover the industry in the future, is my biggest worry and puts the livelihoods of all the technical and support staff at risk too. Rick Finley, MU Executive Committee Member The far-reaching lockdown has left few unaffected. Even musicians with a wide portfolio, including performing, studio work and teaching, such as drummer Rick Finley, have not been spared. My income is normally made up of a mixture of live performance work, recording, teaching and also running a regular jazz venue where we provide employment for many musicians, he says. All of these sources of income have dried up. On the positive side, the music community is a uniquely supportive and caring one, and I know that we will see the best of our colleagues in the weeks to come. Yvonne Wuralaska, Early Years Music and Movement Specialist Within days of the lockdown, Yvonne launched her first online class for under fives. For these, she has set her fees slightly lower and is taking payment electronically. For me, it's about giving some sort of normality for children and parents, with the hope that if I can keep people engaged now, they will come back when things get back to how they used to be, she says. Like many others, Yvonne thinks the crisis will change the way she works in future. She's planning more web-based training for other music educators, and thinks the web will help her in other ways, such as when the weather gets bad. If there's a snow day, she says, we'll just go online. I don't think it will be a regular thing, but it's a brilliant backup that I would never have considered before. The Way Forward Leading industry bodies have launched emergency funds and financial appeals to help those hardest hit by the crisis. The MU's own hardship fund received more than 200 applications within two hours of opening. The MU has also been seeking donations via Crowdfunder and has been lobbying hard for more comprehensive government aid for the sector. What's beyond any doubt is that our industry is going to need a financial support package, said Horace Trubridge. Even when the lockdown starts to be relaxed, we are looking at social distancing measures in place possibly until the end of the year and beyond. You can't open up small venues and put on gigs if that's the case. Our business isn't like the retail trade and service companies. It relies heavily on people being able to go into a venue and stand next to each other and watch a band. 
The music industry is worth £4.2 billion to the Treasury and the government has to act for it to have some chance of retaining our position on the global stage. Still caring. With a concert programme suspended, members of Orchestra of the Swan have embraced the web to preserve their links with the community. Players from the chamber orchestra who used to visit care homes in the region have been recording online videos for them instead, and the system has become so sophisticated that some episodes are now being customised to include requests and dedications catered to individual residents. The orchestra's website also carries video updates about how players are dealing with the restrictions. Learning and Participation Manager Sue Pope said it was vital that lines of communication with the public were kept open. We want to keep engaging with our audiences, she says. We're finding ways to use the funding we have for community and educational work and deliver it even in lockdown and, of course, provide opportunities for our musicians. Simon Kerr Folk musician Simon Kerr decided he had to act to help musicians hit hard by the coronavirus lockdown. I found myself to be slightly more fortunate than some of my fellow musicians on the folk scene and wanted to do something to help, he said. I decided to do a live Facebook broadcast twice a week called Simon Kerr's Musical Jukebox where I asked my viewers to request traditional English dance tunes or to join in at home on their instruments. I also set up a small donations page through co-fi.com forward slash Simon's Musical Jukebox so people could donate if they so wished. It was my intention to raise money, then identify fellow professionals, be they musicians, techies, promoters or agents who might be suffering significant financial hardship due to loss of earnings. I've also asked other professional friends to let me know if they've heard of anyone needing help. Latest Union Advice MU Coronavirus Outbreak Advice Hub musiciansunion.org.uk forward slash coronavirus Wellbeing and Mental Health Royal Society of Musicians Volunteer Support Network rsmgb.org forward slash network